The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Whether you're experiencing loss, pain, or just need a pick-me-up from time to time, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories and words of hope, love, and encouragement. Get ready to laugh while you learn. Here's your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to my show, Go For It, here on Voice America Empowerment. I am your host, Joe Hosman. Thank you so much for coming back and listening today and listening every week to my show. Do you know... It has been almost a year since I've had this show now, and I am so excited about it. And I do also want to let you guys know in a couple weeks, I'm on the Empowerment Channel now, but in two weeks, I'm going to be turning over to the Business Channel because on my show, I interview mostly business people and authors and entrepreneurs. And so, you know, just to give the best realm of everything, we'll be changing over to the Business Channel. But hopefully you guys will all follow me over there. And again, so appreciative each and every one of you for following me on this channel and eventually in the future over on the business channel. So, and uh, of course, always, I have a fantastic guest online and she's a local gal to me, local to me here in mm-hmm. South Dakota, but I am always, always grateful for local talent that we have in this area. And we have a lot of great talent because South Dakota is actually ranked high among a great place to start a business and for entrepreneurs. So but before I get started, as you know, I always talk about something inspirational and today is no different. So let's get started with that, shall we? And I'm hoping all you're having a great day too. And so remember, you can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. Well, isn't that the truth? How can you keep going forward if you keep rereading the last, you know, get rid of that and keep moving forward. Also, happiness starts with you, not with your relationships, not with your job, not with your money, but with you. And that means you got to take responsibility. You got to take responsibility for your actions and your choices. Don't blame other people. You know, if there's a choice being, you know, something in your life isn't right, make a choice to change it. I listened to a gal today and um, she was, uh, did a blog post of how she decided to lose weight this year. She didn't follow any other programs except for she followed her own. And you know what? Good for her. Good for any of us that make those choices to better ourselves, be it weight loss, be it health, be it wealth, whatever it is. But good for you for taking charge and taking care of your life. And then also do something today that your future self will thank you for. All right. Think of that one for a while. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. And remember, don't put off today what you could do. All right. Do it today because in a year from now, you're going to thank yourself for doing it. All right. As you know, I love to give hope and inspiration. So those are my words of today. And so now I want to bring on my fantastic guest. Her name is Chantelle Olson. And Chantelle is an author, speaker, and coach whose mission is to bring awareness to the home front warriors, the spouses, children, 
parents, and everybody else left at home when their loved ones are serving in the military. In 2008, when her husband John came back from Iraq, Chantel felt called to write a book about it was like to be the spouse of a deployed soldier. She wanted to document the trials, tribulations, and emotions that the family that is left behind endures. But then I thought, no one would want to read it, so I put it on the back burner, says Chantel. Then a few months ago, I had this feeling that I just had to do it, so I reached out to a friend who encouraged me to move forward, just like what I stated in my quotes. After she began writing, Chantel was approached to make a keynote speech of it, so she did. And for those of you that know me well, my mind just kept on going, she said, and I know Chantel, and I can believe that. Chantel also wanted to find a way to honor the home front warriors who deal with the absence of a family member while they serve in the military. I designed a dog tag that represents the families or of home front warriors, she said. They are serving our country, too, just in a different way. The success of the book flourished into a desire to do more, so she founded the Home Front Warrior Foundation, Incorporated. Along with her speaking, coaching, and writing, Chantel is also a broker associate for Ameristar Real Estate in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where she specializes in helping military members, their families, first-time home buyers, move-up buyers, and the elderly make their real estate dreams come true. Chantel is a native of South Dakota and a mother of two children. She knows the ins and outs of balancing her demanding job and taking the time to make family a priority. Going to baseball, softball, football, and hockey games for her kids is a highlight of her life. She is also a firm believer in giving back to the community and volunteering. Chantel was a member of the Sons of Norway on the board of the Tea Housing and Redevelopment Committee, active in her church, and raises money for the Children's Miracle Network. Now, she really does have some free time. In her free time, she enjoys spending time with her family, four-wheeling, cooking outdoor activities, and being spontaneous with her kids. So, Chantel, welcome to my show. Go for it here on Voice America. Well, thank you, Joe. It's an honor to be here. I'm so excited. I know, and I I tell the audience... Chantel is actually going to come to uh, my office here and do the show live with me, and we are going to Facebook Live it. Unfortunately, I had some technical difficulties, so I wasn't able to do it, but <laughs> hopefully we can get you back on in the future, Chantel, and we will get that done because uh, that would be something great because most of my people are um, you know, national, so it's fun to have people locally. So, Chantel, what I always ask all my guests is this. If... How did you get to where you are today? Now, I know that's kind of a broad question, and I know you, but my audience doesn't know you. And, you know, of course, people always go, well, that could take all day if I talked about that. But just talk about... <laughs> Very true. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. So just talk about a little bit about how, you know, kind of where you came from, how you got to be writing Homefront Warriors and um, the foundation. Um, well, it kind of started, as you said in the, in the, the bio, when John was overseas, I was left home with the kids and I was working two jobs and, you know, taking care of a, a three-year-old and a, she would have been eight at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was kind of demanding and I would tell people, you know, different things that we go through and everybody would say, oh my gosh, I I didn't realize, I didn't, I had no idea you were going through that or, oh, I never thought of it that way or, you know, just things like that. And, and then one person approached me and said, you know, you should really write a book and put all this down because nobody realizes what the, the family goes through 
And mm-hmm. I thought, well, yeah, that would be a good idea. And and the more I spoke and, and told the stories, the more I thought, yeah, that's a good idea. And then I got to thinking, oh, gosh, nobody's going to want to read that. It just sounds like you're complaining. <laughs> and I really wasn't complaining. I was just kind of telling our story. So I put it on the back burner. I didn't think about it for years. And then all of a sudden, it would have been about two years ago now, in August, something just clicked that day and just said, you need to write that book. And so I reached out to... Um, one of my friends, and, and she really encouraged me. She says, you know what? You've got to write that book. You've got to do it because you could help so many people. Mm-hmm. And so I did. I actually, you know, now as a single mom, I would take the computer to my son's 6 a.m. hockey practices, and, and that's where I literally wrote the book. I would sit there, and while he was practicing, I was typing on my computer, and, and it just kind of spilled out that way. And so mm-hmm. within probably three months, I had it written. And that's, that's not long. <laughs> three months to write a book, no. you're good. Because it took me a long time. And I've even, I'll tell you, I've even tried writing books since then. Uh-huh. And yeah, so three months, good for you. Because then you know it's meant to be. Well, it just sort of spilled out. I mean, I just kept writing and, you know, the stories kept coming in and the more I wrote the more I remembered because a lot of the stuff I had blocked out. Mm-hmm. As you do, I mean, you know, bad times in your life, you just kind of block out. And mm-hmm. it was it was a hard time because, you know, you don't know if they're coming home. You don't know if they're, your kids are going to have a dad when they come home. I mean, there's, I mean, if he's going to come home at all. And, and it's, it's just one of those things that for me, the easiest thing to do is, is block out bad, bad memories and just mm-hmm. move forward. So, well, I think that's why you and I are friends. <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I think our mind just automatically programs us for that. Because I've talked to other people that do the exact same thing. So I really think our minds just program us. Because if we mm-hmm. we sat there and we thought about the hurt and we thought, uh, dwelled on it, um, oh, it would be harder to move forward. And, I think. And, you know, and I read something afterwards um, while I was writing the book um, I didn't realize I was doing it before but many times the children that are left behind often take on the attitude or um, the behaviors of the parents so if I were to have freaked out and oh my gosh this is terrible I can't make it then the kids would have been devastated Mm-hmm. And so what mm-hmm. I did was I just acted like, you know, daddy's coming home. He's just going to be gone again, you know, because he was gone quite a bit anyway. Like, yeah, it's just one of those deals and daddy will be home and just kind of nonchalantly played it down. And the kids were fine. They did mm-hmm. really well because I thought if I, if I worry about things and if I, show that attitude that, oh, woe is me kind of thing. The kids are going to be the same way, and there's just no way I wanted them to go through that. Mm-hmm. And Good you know, for you, you know, to have else? that positive attitude with your kids. Well, and it wasn't just for them. The more I, I felt, John needed it too, because mm-hmm. I had to be strong for both sides, mm-hmm. and really I was probably the weakest one, but I had to mm-hmm. put on that front that I was the strongest one, because if he were to call back to me and he sensed any sort of 
trauma or um, distress in my voice, he would have felt the same way and he wouldn't have been able to do his job and his job or his life required him to be on point. Mm -hmm. So I had to be strong for not only the kids, but for him too. Mm -hmm. I mean, things could have been falling apart, but neither side knew. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's, I think also as a mother, that's what we do. Yeah. We want to protect our children and protect our family. So as um, as mothers, we we take on that role and we we uh, protect. And so when right. we when we um, try to make everything happy and everything is okay, then that's our way of protecting our our family. And yeah. I, trust, I did the exact same thing, and I think it's wonderful because that way you're right. Because that way, then the children aren't anxious and don't have anxiety over it all. Mm-hmm. And even though we're we're like crawling with anxiety all over our stomachs and wanting it to explode, we uh, we we subdue it, and we you know we make the best of it, and we get through it the re- you know the, every way we know how. And you did a fantastic job of that because I've met your children, of course, and they are <laughs> wonderful children. Oh, thank you. I kind of think they are, too. (laughs) Well, yes, yes, yes. Well, you've done a fantastic job with them. And that comes from, you know, being that strong mother influence in their life. And now when they go on to be parents and grow, well, your your daughter's grown up, but your son, when he grows up, too, he will have that. And he will have that good, strong parental um, support that he's had all along. And so he's going to be able to grow up then and be, uh, be a strong person as well. And your daughter's a strong person, of course. So you've done a great job with them. Oh, thank you. It's always nice to hear that because sometimes you wonder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes we wonder, don't we? Sometimes we're like, what happened? <laughs> but then that it is all kind of... Yeah. <laughs> all the good stuff comes back around. I believe around. I just said that about my son last night. I did not teach him that. <laughs> Sometimes we just can't take on the responsibility for everything that they do. And right. they, have to, you know, they have to learn their own lessons in life, don't they? That's right. Yeah. So out of this, from writing the book, and then we'll talk about your foundation here in a little bit. So first of all, tell everybody what the name of your book is again, because I read it in the bio, but I want everybody to hear it from you what the name of your book is. It's called Homefront Warriors. Not every warrior wears a uniform. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And where can they lo- where, where can they get that at, Chantel? Crossroads is carrying it here in Sioux Falls, but you can go online to my website, and you can just order it, and also the dog tags there. Um, it's www.chantelinspires.com. Okay. And when she said Crossroads, Crossroads Bookstore is here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And it's a Christian bookstore that we have. Mm -hmm. I should be talking to them about doing some sponsorship. Um, But it's (laughs) a. (laughs) Because my book is also there uh, locally. It's at Crossroads. So, yeah. So we will. Brag them up, and then we will let Russ know that we talked about them live on the air. But yeah, so, and then Chantel Inspires. And Chantel, we only have a few minutes left until our first break already. Okay. But ChantelInspires.com is where you can find her book, Homefront Warriors. And then also, when we come back after break, Chantel started a foundation. And she is doing that to help other people. And she goes and she um, she does fundraisers for it. And so that way that they're able to go out and help the families of um, uh, the, milita- the military spouses who are left behind. And, you know, when we think about it, we think about 
the military personnel, I mean, everything that they have to deal with when they go um, traveling, and God bless all of our military. I love you all. But also, the you know, we have to remember the spouses and the families that are left, and not just the spouses, but the kids and the parents and the grandparents and everybody left behind because there's a lot of worry, especially if you don't have daily contact with your spouse or your family, your loved one, and the type of thing. I mean, I know somebody in my family that's went over twice, did two tours, uh, mm-hmm. six months each, I believe. She was gone. And yeah, it's just that daily worry. And then you just have to give it over to God, really. You just have to give it yeah. over to God, hope and pray, you know, they come back safely. And thankfully, your husband did come back safely. Uh, now, we have about two minutes until break. So, Chantel, like mm-hmm. I said, and I, I'm sorry, I keep talking. I like to do that. <laughs> We will talk about your foundation, which I'm really excited to learn about because I have never done a foundation. So I'm really excited to learn how all that played into it. So, ladies and gentlemen, to get Chantel's book, you can go to www.chantelinspires.com. That's C-H-A-N-T-E-L and then inspires, I-N-S-P-I-R-E-S.com. And also, if you have questions for the show, give us a call at one 888 346-9141. We'd love to answer them on the air for you, or you can feel free to email me, joe at joehosman.com as well. And ladies and gentlemen, as you know, you can always go to my website, joehosman.com, and um, find out more information about the show or hear always the latest episodes. So Chantel, when we come back, I am excited to learn more about you and have you talk more about to my audience about everything that's going on. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice American Empowerment. Um, I am your host, Joe Hosman. Thanks so much for coming back and listening today. I have a fantastic guest, Chantel Olson, and she is a local businesswoman and also a friend of mine, and I'm so happy to have her on the show with me today. She wrote a book called Homefront Warriors, and it's about the spouses, children, and parents left at home when their loved ones uh, are serving in the military, overseas, well, just serving in the military, I guess. They don't have to be overseas, but uh, it's 
is so inspirational because she found that, you know, as people, as spouses, we, you know, she, there was some anxiety, of course, that when you go, when your loved one leaves, you know, just think of like when your loved one goes on vacation or has to go on a business trip, maybe there's some kind of anxiety and, or maybe you're just happy that they're gone. I don't know. But some, yeah, I know some people, they have a lot of anxiety when their loved ones leave. And with the military, of course, it's, there's extra pressure because of in case they're on the front line or, you know, even over in a foreign territory, foreign country, that's what happens. So, and Chantel, before the break, we talked about you had started a foundation called the Homefront Warrior Foundation Incorporated. And I give kudos to anybody who has the guts to go out and start a foundation because now you're out, you're fundraising for it, you're uh, trying to get more attention to it and more awareness for it. And, you know, that alone is a full time job. It really is. That isn't it. It's like a full time job just doing that. It is. And unfortunately, I still have to work. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get to do it as often as I'd like to. And I just think it's, it's just so, I'm so passionate about this. And, and, and maybe it's because I lived it, but I know that my time as a military spouse is over. But I just think there are so many more that I can help. Mm-hmm. And, and that's my, that's my goal is to be able to, to serve those who are serving us. And, even though they don't wear the uniform, they are they are married to that uniform, and it's it's like wearing the uniform because the military tells you what you do, and they have to follow suit, and we know that going into it, so it, it's certainly not a problem. It was more than an honor to to serve in that capacity, um, mm-hmm. but it's just I just know that there's so much that can be done for for these families. And that's don't what you, to do. Yeah, and don't you find a lot of times that the families maybe don't know what to do or where to turn? Yeah, they don't. And a you lot know, they, of get, times they I, get so busy caught up in their daily lives that they don't really know where to go. True. I mean, because a lot of these people, a lot of the families, they're not just gone for, you know, like a, a two-week guard drill or whatever. It's for us, he was part of the surge, so it was not only 12 months, it was supposed to be 15 to 18 months. Oh, jeez. And so, I mean, when you think about leaving your three-year-old son and coming back and he's almost five, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's so much can happen in that time. And the family at home just has to believe and have faith that, that they're coming home. So and, let me ask you a question. Did your son remember yeah. him? Yeah, he did. He oh, was good. he was old enough when he left that um, he knew who he was. And uh-huh. see, our situation was a little bit different because their dad was um, stationed down at Fort Riley, Kansas, and um, Preston was Preston was two when he got back in the military. So he was gone probably the whole year that Preston was two for basic training again and his AIT, his schooling. And then we found out he was going to be stationed at Fort Riley, Kansas, which is only six hours away. So we Mm -hmm. thought, gosh, do we, do we go down there or do we stay here? Cause my real estate was going well and I was teaching and, and the kids, we had just moved to a new town and it was like, Oh gosh, do we uproot them again? 
And we thought, well, the best thing for the kids would be to be with their dad. You know, all of us as a family. Mm-hmm. It probably wasn't um, the best. I knew it wasn't the best for my, my business or whatever, but you do what you can for the kids. Mm-hmm. So we moved down there, and within a week or so, we found out he was going to Iraq, and he was going to be part of the surge. And mm-hmm. so we thought, oh, I don't know anybody at Fort Riley. The kids don't know anybody. So mm-hmm. we had already we had kept our house in, in tea. So kids and I moved back, and then we mm-hmm. drove back and forth six hours on the weekends wow. to see him. Oh, my gosh. He was with little night. kids. Yeah. Yeah, with wow. two little kids. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. Just so that they could see their dad before he left. Mm-hmm. And then he left. And so at least they were able to see him. But, like, in our situation, the kids were used to him being gone. And I was used to, you know, just raising the kids myself, basically. And so they were used to that. And so it wasn't as hard on them. And so I played it... Um, from the point that, okay, kids, dad's just going to be gone for a little while again. No big deal. We got this, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, you know, it wasn't the best for our marriage, but it was the best for the kids. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. Mm-hmm. So, well, as mothers, as parents, that's what yes. you do. You put the children first. You do. And, you know, you make it work so the children know both mom and dad. In a in a perfect relationship, mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's how it should go. In my in my opinion, so exactly. kudos to you guys. Kudos to you to uh, you know making the most of it, and that's yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, that's what we do with life. We make the most of it. Mm-hmm. We do what we right. think is right, you know, at the time, and you know. So kudos to you guys. That that it's a powerful story, especially when you're traveling back and forth to where in Kansas <laughs> was it again? <laughs> a long oh, ways away, Riley. six hours. Yeah, six hours. <laughs> <laughs> So, and that and that can be a lot. And sometimes it's easier when the kids are little, but sometimes it's uh-huh. also harder because it requires more work on your part when they're younger. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And when they're older, then they just start complaining. So, <laughs> but no, good for you. And um, that is that is kudos, kudos to you guys. So when it happened, so when he was gone. I want to know the kids, uh, and I know they're not here to tell their story, but the kids' point of view, what would they say to you? What would they talk about, like, when their dad was gone? Would you guys, could, and uh, and I honestly don't know this, can you Skype or Facebook, of course, we didn't have Facebook Live maybe then, but could you Skype or um, do the video with them? Um, I, I don't believe we ever Skyped. Okay. Um, I don't think I had a computer that had that capability we would send him care packages all the time. I mean, I sent him a Christmas tree. We sent him, you know, I would send him Diet Mountain Dew because they didn't have it over there. So I would do that every couple weeks. I would send him a six or a 12 pack just to, you know, you you just do that for the soldiers. You send all these care packages. So, and he Mm -hmm. wrote, I think a couple letters back to the kids. And then, but otherwise he was able to call, um, I would hear from him probably every other day, two to three days. Oh, oh good. So, okay, good, good, yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, so it was, you know, we have it so much better than the, the soldiers and their families in the Vietnam War or mm-hmm. even the Gulf War. I mean, back then they would wait for letters and they would wait for weeks and months on end 
to find out if their loved one was still alive. So mm-hmm. we can't complain. <laughs> right. Were they able to, now again, I don't know these, I don't know these answers. That's mm-hmm. why I'm asking. Was he able to take his cell phone over there with him? No. What he okay. did was he used the computer and went through the Yahoo. Um, oh, you can call sure. Yahoo yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you could call for free. So that's how we communicated. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's yep. very interesting. Yeah, it's 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 fun for me to find these things out. And I, I'm not saying fun in a lighthearted way, but it, it's yep. to me, it's I like knowledge is power, you know, and right. so I like to know these type of things. But so that is very great. It's uh, yeah, you're right. We have it so much better. And I've never, you know, I've never really had anybody in the military, but it mm-hmm. uh, it compared to like the Vietnam War. And the wars oh, before yeah. us, yeah, the parents and the families just had to wait and hope yep. and pray they've got a letter from them. Absolutely. So you're right. Yeah, we we have no room to complain. So when he came home, what was that like? Uh, what was it like when he came home and had to re-enter into the family unit? Because now he was gone for a year, year and a half, two years, however long it was. So you've taken back over the family and now you're mm-hmm. a single mom and you know, handling the kids, yep. doing your day to day. And all of a sudden, you know, your husband comes back and re-enter him into the family household. Mm-hmm. How did that all that go? You know, a lot of people, I think, misunderstand. Um, for us, it was, it was difficult. And I think it was, it was that way for a lot of people, not because he had changed because he hadn't, I mean, it, the war didn't get to him like it has gotten to a lot of soldiers. Um, he didn't see a lot of the violence and stuff like that. Um, so he was basically in the mindset he was still the same person, but your actions and things are so much different. For us, it was, we had to, I mean, if something came up, I had to be able to be flexible and just go with the flow and do the things that needed to be done. Whereas him, he's used to a rigid um routine because they have to be. I mean, they have to, everything's got to go like clockwork for them. So when he comes home (laughs) to a house of chaos, because I've got Mm -hmm. two kids that are, you know, a year and a half older than when he left them. Mm -hmm. And me, who's been alone for a year and a half, we are just used to doing our own thing. And, you know, things do not go as planned when you have children. They never do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was Mm -hmm. very difficult for him to... To come to that conclusion, I think, and mm-hmm. you know, by no fault of his own, it was just the way he he had been for the last year and a half, and the way we had been for the last year and a half were completely opposite. Mm-hmm. And so the yeah. reintegration is very difficult. You have to give it time, and I would encourage, and I say this in my book, I encourage them to get counseling, um, whether you think you need it or not get the counseling because they can help you talk through some things. Mm-hmm. I would think that would be hard for them to re-enter, even though they're the parent oh. of your children and your yep. spouse, I would think, and for both parties, you're right. You're go off, you're, you know, you've settled into a new life with you and the mm-hmm. kids and all of a sudden he comes or he returns and all of a sudden it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's right. You're here now. <laughs> and I'm not you know, saying that in a negative way, certainly not in a negative way at all, but it's all, it's all about re-entering 
you know, you had to adjust when they left and now you have to adjust when they come back. And same thing for them. They had to adjust when they left and they, you know, they hate it that they're missing the Christmases and the birthdays and oh, everything yeah. else. And God bless. I mean, it, it, it's, it would be very hard for both parties. Yeah. Well, I remember um, one of the ladies in our community, um, their, their husbands just came home from a guard deployment and I was talking to her because we had been through the same thing. And I said, how's it going? And she says, you know, everybody at work tells me, I, you know, why didn't you take the whole week off? And she says, oh, my gosh, I don't think I could be with him for a whole week at once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. there's so many differences. You would drive each other crazy. You need that slow integration. <laughs> mm-hmm. People just don't understand. I would think so. And the slow integration, I think that's a very good way of putting it. You know, you got to give them time to be reacclimated back into the family and the household. And then you have to be reacclimated into having them around again. Mm-hmm. How, how soon do they, and I suppose each one is different, but how soon do they go back to work? I mean, do they go back? Do they take a month off and go back? I, and I, I reason I ask these questions, I don't know because I've yeah, never. they get some time. Yeah, they do get some time and then they go back. I cannot remember if it was two weeks um, or 30 days, but I believe it was two weeks, but I could be each branch is going to be a little bit different and each unit oh, sure. will be a little bit different. But sure. yeah, you get some time with your family. And in that year's time or year and a half or whatever, they do get leave. So he was able to come back um, for, I think about nine days. We had him back for a while in the middle of his deployment. Oh, okay. Okay, so good. they do get to come back. And so we were able to see him for a little bit and mm-hmm. the kids got to see him then. So... Oh, that that's good. good. That yeah, yeah, that's a blessing. Yeah, that's a blessing that they're able to come home. See, I really don't know a lot about the military. I really, <laughs> I really don't. So this is good for me to learn. Yeah, and I think that's great that they're able to come back, especially when they're gone for so long. You know, just coming back even for nine days is worth it because then you're reacclimated with your family. You get to see the kids. The kids get to see dad or mom, whoever is yeah. gone. And right. uh, what a that was that that I'm sure was a blessing to all of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that way the kids could be reassured that you know daddy's still around. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, but, and that's you know the, the reassurance with the kids and just knowing that they're loved is is the most important. It really is, Absolutely. and knowing that the family unit was you know staying mm-hmm. together and you know, and when dad returns, he returns. When the military says he's done with this round of deployment, then he returns. And that's just the way it is. And so they, I just know your children and I know what great strength that they drew, um, draw from you guys. So kudos to you you. and your uh, ex-husband and yeah, to all of you guys. So you've done a fantastic job with them. And so after the break, I do have to read this to you because, um, Linda, who listens, she's an avid listener. She says, uh, she says, not everyone is wearing the uniform, question mark. She is wearing a uniform. She is totally clothed (laughs) with courage, strength, bravery, selflessness, just as her loved one was, but in a different setting. I admire her. She goes, I absolutely love this show. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thanks, Linda. She's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she is. She is fantastic. She um she is a dear, dear, dear friend and a, a great listener. And thank you, Linda, for being such a wonderful listener. Well, we only have about four minutes until break, but 
Mm-hmm. I want to thank you for being, you know, just for uh, being the strength that you are and being the strength to write that book, Homefront Word. Did we really talk about the foundation? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. But, you know, can I, can I say something really quick, sure. Joe? Sure. I always like to preface everything that I do with this book is my story and my story alone. Um, there are so many other stories out there, and there are some that are way better than mine, and there are some that are a lot worse. And so we got our soldier back, and not everybody does. And so please keep those families in your heart because they're going to live with that forever. Our, our time is done, but um, we got our soldier back, and, and a lot of people don't. And my heart just goes out to each and every one of those families. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And sometimes we don't, um, as a nation, sometimes maybe we don't um, um, pray about that as much as we should. And mm-hmm. from my point of view. And so, yeah. we, yes, I pray for all the families uh, who have lost their loved ones over there and also the ones that are currently deployed. And I yeah. pray for all of them that they all come back safely and mm-hmm. that the ones who have lost their lives, I, I am so sorry for your loss and just know that we are proud that your loved ones served our country in the way that they did. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. very much so. So Chantel, we have about one minute until break. So for Chantel's <laughs> website, it is ChantelInspires.com. And I promise when we come back, we will talk about the <laughs> foundation. <laughs> Oh, I just love my show. We just go off on different tangents. So, no, I love the show. And, uh, again, Chantel Inspires. And you can find her book there at that website. Or if you're local to the area, you can go to Crossroads Bookstore. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions for the show, you know what? Give us a call at one 888 346-9141. Love to have you on the show. Or if you want to give me an email, it's joe at joehosman.com. And I will read those questions on the air for you. But, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break and we will talk about the foundation we'll be right back after break follow us on twitter for more great ideas at voice america empowerment hi i'm sam nussbaum wellpoint's chief medical officer we proudly support the march of dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together to provide children with a healthier start in life. Visit marchofdimes.org. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. 
Welcome back, back to my show, Go For It, here on Voice America Empowerment. Jesus, one of those days, I'm telling you. <laughs> so I think because we have such a great guest on the line, a friend of mine, Chantelle Olson, and we were talking about her book, Homefront Warriors, and also she started a foundation called Homefront Warrior Foundation Incorporated. Now, at, at the last break, I did promise we were going to talk about the foundation that we never did. So now we are going to talk about this foundation because <laughs> I want you to tell everybody about it, Chantel, and I want it to get out there so people know about it. So even locally, when you're out um, promoting it, people know, but also nationally and internationally. So let's talk about mm-hmm. the Homefront Warrior Foundation and how that all started and what you do to promote it and get it out there or and if people want to get in contact with you about it. Wonderful. Um, okay, so I started the foundation just a couple months ago, so it's very new. Um, a lot of things I was doing out of my own pocket, just kind of helping families here and there, and it just got to be where my pockets were empty. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started a foundation so that we could receive some donations if people wanted to help those families. My goal was to just kind of help with a few things, and then it grew to more and more. Some of the examples that um, that we like to do is right now we're in the middle of making some meals so that each family right now we're working on one specific unit in South Dakota, and they have probably 110 to 135 families. And what we're doing is we want to make frozen meals for those families and so each family gets two meals mm-hmm. and I know it's not much but that's about you know 200-250 meals to make up so they, they can just throw it in the oven if they need it it's frozen you just pop it in the oven for a half hour they don't have to make it they don't have to go through all that because a lot of these families they're single dads or single moms and they come home from work and the kids have to go to sports and all these other things. And it just makes it a lot easier on them. And I would have given anything if somebody would have sent me a frozen meal. <laughs> when mm-hmm. I was me too. Yeah. Um, we're trying to buy AAA memberships for the families. Um, oh. with them. Um, and this, this foundation is basically for the families that are, have somebody currently deployed. Because to me, they're the ones that really need the help. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to provide some daycare for them, house repair, car repair, but all of that costs money. And, you know, as a new foundation, nobody knows about us that much. And so I've been meeting with a few community members just to see if we can't get something going, um, just to get some good fundraisers started up. And if you if you know of a grant writer out there, I'm looking for a grant writer, somebody to help us write some grants because that is certainly not my forte, and mm-hmm. I don't pretend that it is. <laughs> mhm, mhm. So if any of you grant writers are out there, contact mm-hmm. Chantel at ChantelInspires.com. Yeah. Well, actually, throw out your email too that where they can contact you at Chantel. Yes, um, it's Chantel at ChantelInspires.com. So C H A N T E L at ChantelInspires.com mm-hmm. and you can email me that it comes right to my phone and and I've had a lot of people say that they'd be happy to volunteer and, and do some things but right now we're kind of looking for we have a lot of manpower we just mm-hmm. don't have a lot of bank power <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so you need more of that yep 
and I'm really bad at asking for money. It's sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. But as a as a foundation, you have to. Yep. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially when there isn't a, you know, and it's such a worthy cause of what you're doing and helping the families of the currently deployed. So you're, you you know, so you're going to create these meals for them that all they got to is, yeah, you're right. When you come home at the end of the night, you're like, the last thing you want to do is cook. You know, uh-huh. the kids have to get off to their, to their ventures. And, you know, if you could just throw something in the oven right away and have them, what a fantastic gift right. you're giving them. Right. Yeah. And so, those dog uh, tags that I had developed, what I'm doing with those, I did those with the book. And so I'm just selling, if the ones that I sell, I just give that money to the foundation. So they're, uh-huh. you can buy them online for seven ninety five, I believe. And then we just give the profit to the foundation to help fund some of those activities for the kids. And we want to be able to grow this nationwide, but we want to make sure it works you know, locally first and then mm-hmm. see what we can yeah. do. Sure. So you want to serve the local people first and then grow nationally. So that's a great way of doing it. Starting off small and then growing. And mm-hmm. so, but the thing is, so put it out there. Ask for money right now. I'll put yeah, you on the hey. spot. Go ahead and ask for money. <laughs> we will take any donations that you would like to give to us. Um, you know, some of the other things that we're doing or that we want to do is to a lot of these soldiers leave a white-collar job for an E-5 pay, and a lot of them are single-income families, and then you go to serve your country, you take time off your job, and you really, a lot of them suffer financially. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it for us. They're doing it for our freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we want and to be able to at least pay for some sporting events for the families, you know, so if the kids want to be in a sporting event, pay for one of those every year or per child. Daycare so that if you can't, um, if you have to work overtime, I know a lot of the dads have had this problem. They're working in a job that um, their time goes over what the daycares are open. So we send them to like, give me a break or a drop off daycare so that we can give them vouchers to that that's what some of the money will go for you know Mm -hmm. just different things like that to help ease these families troubles they're going through enough we we certainly don't need to put them through all that Mm -hmm. well and so yeah just shout it out there because to for people to get in contact with you chantelle at chantelleinspires.com and really Mm -hmm. it's not um, oh, hey, we have a we have a listener that's calling in with a question, Chantel, and it's Linda okay. from Iowa. Hi, Linda. So yeah, go <laughs> ahead and patch her through. Morning. Linda, are you there? I am here. Are you there? Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing well. I my fingers could not help but dial that number <laughs> good, and call good, good. in. Oh, I tell you what. First of all, if this is okay. Chantel, please give a message to your husband. Thank you for your service. Oh, I will. And I will. Thank you also for, like I said, your bravery, your strength to to keep on going when he's Thank away. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway, I don't know if this this is a, a important question. Is it that? Um, I just was wondering when he was gone. Is there any particular day? any particular time of the day that was harder or easier for you? 
You know, for me, the key was to keep busy. And I was working two jobs at the time, and I had the two little ones. So for me, the hardest time was at night, about 9 o'clock after I got the kids their baths and read them and said their prayers and tucked them in. And I would sit in the the living room with probably my glass of wine and shut the lights down a little bit. And that was probably the hardest because then I actually had time to sit down and think about things. Yes. Yeah, that was the most difficult. Well, yeah, thanks yeah. for getting through that. You know, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so anyway, that's all I had to say. And I, more than that, Aww. I just wanted to thank you both. Oh, Linda, well, you are you the best. In, you Linda. are just You're so inspirational. And I, I think, you know, if everybody knows, and Linda is just, you could not ask for a better friend. Than Linda, oh. she is well, always you. there for you everybody. Know. So, you know. and Chantel's well, the same way. You know, it's just the way it is. <laughs> well, I admire, I love. Uh, well, like Chantel already knows, my my house's decor is yep. um, is all patriotic. I have seen rooms upstairs, and one is a military room, and so I just, I get into it. So anyway, I appreciate it, and I just. Love listening to this, so thank you. Thank you. Thanks, thank Linda. You, you have well, a great thank day. Thank you, Linda. You're welcome. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. You have a good day. And you too. thanks again for everything. Thanks, honey. And then, Chantel, I also have a text here from Liz, and she says, What an amazing woman! Exclamation point. I pray lots of blessings and the resources to make it successful. I may want to get involved. How incredible! Exclamation point. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, so, Liz. See, you are, it's, it's just awesome. You know, the people that listen to this show, I, it's just such a faithful following, and they have hearts of gold. They really, Thank really do. You. Linda, Liz, everybody, Troy, everybody that listens to the show have hearts of gold, and, you know, they want to help. And so, really, just don't, don't be too shy to ask for help, Chantel. Just put it out there again. You know, you're looking for money. You're looking for sponsors. You're looking for whoever can come in and help. Do it, you know. And I encourage you to really go out and um, talk to the businesses in around town. Mm-hmm. Go to these different networking groups around town and really get out there and start asking. Because if you don't ask, you're never going to know. That's true. And I and I. Can I do a little shout out? <laughs> sure, sure. I was, when I was um, starting getting the food together for these meals, this first round of meals, um, I was, I had bought the the tins and the containers and stuff like that. And, you know, that was quite expensive just in that. Mm-hmm. And so somebody said, just put it out on Facebook and see what, what they say. And I tell you what, it was hard to do that, but I put it out mm-hmm. on Facebook and within four hours, I had half the food I needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. So those that donated were, I just, I can't thank them enough. Mm-hmm. Do you have a um, Facebook page for your Homefront Warriors? We do. It's, if you go to Homefront Warriors Foundation, Inc. should be okay. on there for Facebook. Just look us up. Okay, that's a Facebook page? Yep. Homefront Warriors Foundation, Inc. Okay, yeah, so mm-hmm. for those of you who want to go out there, Homefront Warriors Foundation, Inc. is the, her Facebook business page. So definitely go out there and like that page and then see how you can help. See how you can help her. 
uh, help the foundation because it's a fantastic foundation because for our military personnel, you know, we thank you for your service and for the families back home, we thank you for your service Mm -hmm. because, you know, without the families back home, we wouldn't be able to support our military from afar. And to our military personnel, there's no greater words than thank you. I I don't even know how else to (laughs) say thank you except for that. Now, Chantel, we only have four minutes until the end of the show. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. It, it, we, You and I could go on forever. We could just keep talking and talking. But, uh, you know, what I always ask my guests, and I'm going to ask you too, because this is what I love to do. <laughs> if nobody else heard anything from the show, and I, I don't know how they couldn't have, because this has been a very uplifting show. <laughs> but what else, what could you tell the audience that... Like I said, if they haven't heard anything else, what else could you tell the audience um, to leave with them today? Well, I always tell people, be the light. Mm-hmm. Be the light in somebody else's darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, you have no idea what a smile can do, um, what a kind act, a random act of kindness can do to somebody's life, and it doesn't cost a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for the foundation and for the book, I would say if you buy the book, give it to somebody whose family member is overseas, but also get one for somebody who's not, because that's kind of why I wrote the book, is to spread awareness that these families are going through a rough, rough time, and they're not going to ask for help. So if you can drop off a meal, or if you can just call them and check on them, it doesn't take any money to give them a call. Or to to stop by and say hi, bring them a pan of brownies or something like that. It's mm-hmm. they are giving up so much in their life so that we can have these freedoms that we so enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I just I just want to bring that awareness to people that they're going through a lot that they don't tell you about, and they probably right. never will because as a military family, you know we don't we don't want to ask for help. And, yeah, that's right. Um, so, that's right. So sometimes, and, and that's kind of why I wrote the book, is to bring that awareness out there. Mm-hmm. I would have given anything for somebody to drop off a meal. And I have to tell you, my uncle mowed my lawn one day, and I was in tears. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. to try to mow the lawn or scoop your driveway when you've got two little ones in the house, you work two jobs, trying to <laughs> yeah. do all that is just crazy. Right, exactly. Well, and where I love the saying, when God gives a vision, he always makes a provision. Yeah. So, and with you, with the book and the foundation, he gave you a vision. And now he's made a provision for you. So, God bless you. And, you know, thank you for all you've done. And thank you for being in the military. Now, we only have one minute till break or till the end of the show. So, ChantelInspires.com. And, ladies and gentlemen, to um, go to my website, it is JoeHosman.com. You can also hear the replay of this show at JoeHosman.com or Voice America. Remember, I am your empowerment coach. I want you to live a bigger, better, bolder, and stronger life each and every day. All right? And remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. Chantel was a fantastic fantastic example of that. I'm an example and you're an example. So remember to go out, be kind, give that smile and give love everywhere you go. Ladies and gentlemen, God bless. I will see you next week.
Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.